Welcome to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone, where America's top cleaning expert shows you the ins and outs of keeping a clean home and a clean business. From expert advice to cutting-edge interviews, Debbie uses her 30 years experience to bring you the insight you need to be cleaning up. And now, here's your host, Debbie Sardone. Welcome back, everybody. It is Debbie Sardone, your host. And as usual, I have a very interesting guest with us in the studio today. She is the author of Thriving Beyond Survival, How to Know What You Really Want and Have Fun Getting It. I'm talking about Martha German, and she's in our studio today. She's also the founder of Mindful Games Institute, and she is passionate about making a difference in the quality of people's lives. And she has spent over 15 years developing and enabling leaders to successfully reach their goals. I love it. Welcome <laughs> to the studio, Martha. Thank you, Debbie. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad this day has finally come. We've mm-hmm. been networking together in the same circles for years, and I've always heard good things about your book and wanted to learn a little bit more about it. So welcome. Thank you. We do have a lot of entrepreneurs around mm-hmm. the country that listen to this show. And so I'm curious if you could define that for me. What is this book about? When I, I hear thriving beyond survival, help me understand what does it mean to thrive and tell me a little bit about what your book is entails. About, yeah. Well, thriving is when you're in that flow, when you're engaged in what you're doing and really having uh, fun at it. You know, you're you're even when it's intense, you're involved in it and things seem to just line up and work out and you you're able to be creative and come up with ideas and you you see the the progression and you're liking what you're doing even when there's a lot going on and it's where we're at our best where we're most we have the most opportunities we see the most options we are creative and we're enjoying what we're doing and most entrepreneurs they are getting into their field because of they enjoy what they're doing or the idea of it and uh, that is where thriving is, but it's not where most people spend their time. If you So tell me about that. Why are so many of us, and entrepreneurs in particular, in a place where they feel that they are just surviving and they're not experiencing what you just described, this thriving stage? Why? A lot of it is because of our training. We're not trained to thrive. We have Most of the models we have out there are about surviving. It's win-lose. And if you're not winning, then you're losing, and so you're stressed out because you got to win. Or it's villain, victim, hero. It's like you're there's an enemy out there, whether it's the competition or an obstacle that you've got to go out and fight, and it puts us into a survival mode. And we get into an everyday survival mode because it may not be about life or death, though it feels like it. It's more about our uh, not not losing or not um, not failing or not getting into trouble, and it's not about thriving. And and so we're focused on making sure what we don't want happen instead of looking at what do we do want and going towards that and, and enjoying what and we're enjoying doing. Enjoying what we're doing. You know, that's an interesting concept, and you don't really hear anybody talking about that. You do hear about. Uh, win or lose Mm -hmm. or you know move forward or you're moving backwards Mm -hmm. and so many of us have kind of been taught or else we've developed the mentality that anything in the middle equals mediocrity you know it's like I teach in in some of my workshops when I'm talking to cleaning business owners around the country where they feel like 
they you know their cleaning service has to be perfect they're mm-hmm. always striving for perfection and they think that the opposite of the perfection is sloppy and mm-hmm. uh, pe- mediocre crummy you know quality and I try to explain to people you're missing something else there's also a, a version of that called excellence exactly it may not be perfect there's but it doesn't have to perfect. be mediocre exactly nothing is perfect and then go for perfection you're always struggling. And if you're struggling, you're not at your best. You're not being your most productive. You're actually uh, being stressed out. And that's the other thing about our culture right now is that if you're not stressed out, then you're not being productive. Or right, you must wrong. be lazy. Yeah. You must not care. You must exactly. be apathetic. And, and what you're saying is that's not true. No, it's not true. It's, it's beliefs that we've picked up and then we're stuck in them because we're afraid they're, we're afraid if we're actually having fun, then we're not being productive. But that's when we're at our best. Right. When you're enjoying what mm-hmm. you do. And I, I agree with that. When I'm enjoying what I do, I am more creative. I'm more productive mm-hmm. as opposed to when I'm just stressed out and operating out of you know need mm-hmm. instead of out of what I want to do. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a fun place to be. So how does someone who uh, you know isn't really sure where they're at in their business. How do you identify if you're thriving or you're just surviving? It's a good question and there's a very easy way. It all depends on how you feel. If you're feeling stressed out, anxious, frustrated, overwhelmed, worried, apathetic, those are all negative emotions and those negative emotions are indicators that what we're believing about what's happening is not aligned with what we really want to happen or focuses on what we don't want instead of what we do want. So that negative emotion is an indicator that we're in survival mode. Whereas if we're engaged, if we're excited, if we're feeling creative, if we're having ideas and opportunities come up out of the blue, it's an indication that that we're thriving when we're feeling that excitement and enjoyment and happiness and even just uh, focus that's those are when you know if you're thriving or surviving and you it, you can be going back and forth but the whole game and that's why my company is called mindful game the whole mindful game is spend more time thriving and then when we're in survival it just lets us know that we're off track it's time to get back on the track focus on something that we want instead of what we don't want and then what is it that we can do towards what we want well and that's a practical tool for identifying mm-hmm. basically that you are in survival mode and you're spending too much time in survival yes. mode is you have just said if all of your emotions are negative mm-hmm. if you're always stressed out if you're always worried if you're always stretched to the max you, you kind of live on the defense exactly you probably are spending most of your time in survival mode if not all of it mm-hmm. and that's not what entrepreneurs signed up for when no. they had this idea of starting a business and quitting their corporate job more than likely that idea came to them because they were looking for a better life mm-hmm. a better income um, the ability to control their own schedule and then all of a sudden without even knowing it they're operating every single day in survival mode yes which produces all those negative emotions you just described exactly and what's interesting is that they left that that corporate job or that other job because they felt that survival mode 
emotions and then they think that if they get out it'll change the situation it'll help but it's not the situation as much as the mindset right you might own that survival mode mm-hmm. that doesn't make it any better mm-hmm. <laughs> it, exactly it may not be somebody else's business but now it's your Yours. business you know i talk to business owners every single day around the country that are struggling in business and mm-hmm. you know what's funny is oftentimes people do not hire a consultant or a coach unless they're in survival mm-hmm. mode they hire someone to help them with their business when they're in trouble mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate because if most of us learn to work in thrive mode then we could hire a consultant to actually take us to the next level instead of instead of help us put out our fires yes yes and and it feels better and we're more productive and it and it is a mindset and it's a habit of a of what we're believing it's supposed to be like and what it's a it's a matter of two different things it's the what we're focused on so we we're either focused on what we want or we're focusing on what we don't want and a lot of times it uh, that's if you're focused on what you don't want you're in that survival mode it's you don't want um you don't want to fail you don't want uh, the competition to get the upper hand you don't and so we we focus on that the other is what we believe believe about ourselves believe about the situation and believe about what we the goal that we have if we have a belief that it's going to be hard and there's it's hard to make it in this industry chances are we're going to prove ourselves right that it's hard to make it in that industry because that's what we start proving to ourselves. I am so glad you mentioned that, that that oftentimes your belief actually ends up creating your reality. Actually, all the time, yes. your belief yeah, creates because your reality. Your next steps and your next actions are going to be based on what you already believe. Exactly. And exactly. like you described, oh, our industry is so hard. Um, I work with a lot of maid services. And so one of the biggest struggles that maid services have is employee turnover Mm -hmm. and attracting good quality employees that care and so many business owners have a belief that that's just the way it is that's the work ethic of the united states and nobody wants to work and because of that belief they don't change their actions Mm -hmm. and it's actually their actions in their business their policies and the business model they're Mm -hmm. following that's preventing them from succeeding exactly and and it's also if that's what they believe that's what they're going to be finding that's what they'll 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 find what they're looking. They'll settle for it. Yes, and and so they won't see the the people that are a, the best fit for it for them. So it is about the belief about the the employees out there. What uh, what's able to be done? The um, opportunities and even time. If y- there's so many people who say, "I just don't have enough time." There's not enough time to get everything done. And if they believe that. Then they never have time. It's I mean, self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. And, and what's interesting is that they'll sit there and tell you for a half hour to an hour about how much time they don't have, which could have been time they spent doing something else. Spent getting it done. Mm-hmm. Well, when we come back from the break, I do want to talk a little bit about how we can stop working in survival mode and mm-hmm. spend more time working in thrive mode. So this has been great conversation with Martha German, author of Thriving Beyond Survival. We will be right back. Up before the dawn. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and, really and on the web at debbysardone.com. But I must be moving on. 
says green can't be clean. Here's a tip that many professional home cleaning services already know. You can power through the grime in less time with our 100% naturally safe speed cleaning products. Don't waste your time with the products that don't work. Our non-toxic cleaners are safer on pets and people, yet tough on dirt. If you want to clean your home in half the time, visit speedcleaning.com and sign up for our speed cleaning tip of the week. You're listening to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone on the Real News Communications Network. Welcome back. And today we have been speaking with Martha German, the author of Thriving Beyond Survival, How to Know What You Really Want and Have Fun Getting It. And I do like that because we need to have fun, don't we, Martha? Yes, it's all about fun. I mean, especially for people who have started their own business, they Mm -hmm. probably started it because they wanted to gain back some quality of life. And I do hear from business owners, entrepreneurs all the time, that quality of life seems to be so elusive once they Mm -hmm. start their own business and they start to grow and all the problems start to emerge. So you've obviously shed some light on the fact that too many of us entrepreneurs, business people, and probably people in the workforce in general are operating in survival mode. Mm -hmm. And we need to move and identify when we're doing that. We need to move to thrive mode. So I'm sure you have some practical steps that will help us break that habit. Yes. Uh, The first is uh, to know where where you're at. It's to pay attention to how you feel. So if you know that you're in thriving or survival. And when you know you're in survival, there's a couple of things that you can then start focusing on. First is to know what you want. What it is is it that you really want? Because when we're surviving in surviving, we just we we're afraid that we can't have what we want or we forget what we want and so we're just now not trying to fail. But if we know what we want, we can focus on that. And for some people they it's they have a hard time articulating that. So it's really start start to keep track of what you want. Know what you want. Know what you, you want. How can you get what you want if you haven't even defined what that is? I was actually talking to a business owner yesterday, and she told me all about her business problems and what was going on in her company. And I said, tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. And she started saying things like, well, I want really high quality customer service, and, and I want my employees to love their job. And I said, no, tell me what you want. What do you want? I understand that you have to have high quality customer service to get what you want. Mm-hmm. I understand you have to have employees who love their job to get what you want, but you haven't told me what you want. And she thought about it for a while and she said, okay. And I said, well, do you want to start with income? What do you want to make? And she gave me a really low number. And I said, okay, you told me you work about 60 hours a week. And we did the math. And I said, the number you just gave me, you're really working at about 10 bucks an hour. I said, is that really what you want? What do you want? Mm-hmm. She finally said, I want to make $100,000 a year. I said, thank you. Now we know what you want. Now let's figure out how to get there. So entrepreneurs don't even know that they haven't defined what, what they, they want. want. It's what they want and why they want it. And also, having so it's getting the goals out there, getting the goals of, of big little uh, long-term, short-term, what it is that they want in their day-to-day, what they want uh, by the end of the year, what they want in five years, having that delineated and not to be stuck in it, but to have it as the beacon. And when you look at a goal, it's not only what you want, but something that 
getting there is going to be enjoyable. It's going to be fun, interesting. It's going to to be a growth that you want because a lot of people, they throw things out because they think they need to make a million dollars because if they don't make a million dollars, then they're not successful and that's what they got to go for. But really it's getting there is a drudgery. And so even if they made it, they were miserable the whole time. The and trade-off wasn't exactly, worth it. Exactly, exactly. So it's really knowing why and having it be the journey to get there looks like fun too because really all the goal does is sets up the journey for you it's your it's it it informs the actions that you're going to take and we're not saying that you know business or entrepreneurialism has to be all fun and if it isn't fun per se that you're not succeeding but what we're saying is when you're in thrive mode you're actually enjoying Enjoying the journey there's any game you play the any game you play there's going to be rules that are crazy or things that you have to accomplish that that aren't fun (laughs) aren't aren't you wouldn't have said oh i'm gonna go do that but in the experience of playing the game you do because it's part of the game and it's fun and the whole experience is what's nice and and even when you don't make it you want to get back in that game again and it's the same way that can be in a business is if you look at it of okay this is what i want to do because the experience of getting there is going to be interesting and there's things that i need to do that or different, like, you know, doing the finances and coming up with the budget. And they may not be, be things that you, quote unquote, enjoy in the day to day, but because it's going towards that goal it's that you journey. like, you're like, okay, this is interesting. Um, what can I do to tweak this here? And and it is about the journey. And we forget that. But so it's making sure that the goal you set out there is going to be an interesting journey so that you can focus on getting the goal and not about the drudgery of the day-to-day. You know, I remember in the early days of my business when I had to do everything. I didn't have staff. It was me. And I remember how much I hated the financial part of it where I had to, you know, balance the checkbook every month. That was back in the old day when you actually Mm -hmm. had a checkbook and a register that you wrote in and subtracted all your expenses. And, you know, I hated that. That was drudgery and kind of creating my version of a PL back then. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now most of us are using QuickBooks or some other software, but I hated that. That was like a drudgery for me. But what kept me going was the excitement that when I did the math and I, I worked yes. those numbers and yes. I added everything up, I could see at the end, oh my goodness, look at my profit this month. So it became fun, fun. to me mm-hmm. because I could see what was on the other side and I was excited about it. Yep. The other is to be. Uh, Start paying attention about what you believe, about what you believe about yourself, what you believe about the business that you're in and the industry, because it's those beliefs that are not aligned with what you want, more aligned with what you're, you don't want, that will have it become a drudgery. Because if you believe that you can't do it or it doesn't work for you or it, this industry, you can't make any money, then... It, then you're already defeating yourself and and you're not going to have a chance to have that enjoyment because you're too much into the worry. So it's believing that you can, believing that what that goal that you want, it can be fun, that it doesn't have to be hard, that doing the budget, it can be exciting. It's the way that you believe about it. Your mental approach to the whole thing. So what can someone do when they're feeling you know overwhelmed they understand they've got to get out of this survival mode but they are feeling overwhelmed and they are struggling with that belief Mm -hmm. and they're anxious and they're stressed out what can people do to get out of that mode and get into thrive mode well a lot of times when people are are feeling anxious or worried um, or overwhelmed it's because their focus is on what they don't want and and 
the whole thing, seek and you shall find. Well, that's true. But if you're seeking what you don't want because that's what your focus is on, guess what you're going to you get? You keep finding it. And so it's noticing that. If So if you're in worry, it's like, okay, what am I focusing on? I'm worried because I'm afraid this is going to happen. Well, it means that your focus is on what you don't want and your belief about it happening is a little bit bigger than the belief that what you want to have happen is going to happen. So the first thing you want to do is go... To, to refocus on, okay, what it is that I do want? What is it that I really do want? And start to focus on that. And then then start to have a conscious belief about that that's in your favor, even if it's like, you know what, I can get there. You know what, there's gotta be somebody else out there who's done this that I can get some information about. Everything that any any belief that y- you believe in that that you can that you're buying into that is more towards what you want gets you on your own side, and so that helps to get you out of the worry and more focused on what you do want, and it starts to lean you back into thriving. Because the only thing that pulls us out is when we're believing we, that what we want can't happen, and we're focused on that that thing that we're afraid is going to happen. I love that reminder that you say over and over again that. So much of the time, we are focused on what we don't want. Mm-hmm. We're focused on the problems. We become firefighters. We're, mm-hmm. we're spending all our time and energy solving problems, putting out fires, which drains the energy from us to where we can no longer spend time creating, building, yes. pursuing, moving yes. forward. And what gets in our way also is that we also have this belief that if you're not worried about it, then you're going to be blindsided. So tell us about that, because I I know business owners worry mm-hmm. a lot. And I have people that tell me they'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you know, with a, a cold sweat because they're worried about their business or who's going to no show or quit on them. Uh, tell us just briefly about how does worry affect our ability to thrive? Well, if you're f- it. If you are putting your energy into what you don't want and believing that it's not going to happen, and that's what you're focused on, then the stress level rises. And if you believe that if you don't worry about it, that you're, it's going to happen, then you're stuck. And really, the belief that when has worry ever helped anybody? Never. Never. And so it's it's to break out of that belief habit and look at, okay, what if I don't worry about that? What if I looked at what I want to accomplish? Um, because if we we can go around obstacles, you know, a football player who's wanting to, to find that hole, they're not looking at the, the, the blockers, Look, they're looking for the hole to get through. It's what we've got to do too. We've got to look at where, where can we see that go post, not what are the obstacles in our way. I'll tell you, your book sounds so exciting, and I really know that our listeners are going to want to find your book and and order that. So Martha Gurman will be back after the break, but her book is Thriving Beyond Survival, How to Know What You Really Want and Have Fun Getting It. Can they get it at Amazon? Yes. Just go to Amazon. Online, yep. Online, Mm -hmm. and Gurman Gurman is spelled G-E-R-M-A-N-N. We'll be right back with the lightning round where I get to solve a business problem for you. All right. Give us a rating on iTunes today. We have enjoyed mistakes, but I must be moving on. Hi, I'm Debbie Sardone, founder of Cleaning for a Reason. Our mission is to give the gift of free house cleaning for women undergoing treatment for any type of cancer. Our goal is to let these brave and strong women focus on their health while we focus on and take the worry out of cleaning their homes completely free of charge. To learn more on how you can help provide the gift of a clean home to a woman battling cancer, visit cleaningforareason.org. 
You're listening to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone on the Real News Communications Network. We are back, and my very interesting guest in studio with us today is Martha German. She's the author of Thriving Beyond Survival, How to Know What You Really Want and Have Fun Getting It, which I love that last part. It is available on Amazon, correct? Yes, it is. And so this is the lightning round segment of the show where I try to help the guest solve a business dilemma since I do business consulting and training. So let's see if you have a dilemma that maybe I can shed some new light on for you. Well, you know, we've been talking about my book and it is one of those things as a business and as an author, I put the book out there and uh, it's had some good traction and it's been out there for a year. So I know that you've been in the, uh, you have your own book, right? And Mm -hmm. so what are some ways that I can get some fire back into it, you know? Yeah, you know, it's there's always a lot of exciting uh, excitement around a launch mm-hmm, always exactly, yes. and so you get a lot of momentum and you sell a whole bunch of books and then life goes back to business mode where you're mm-hmm. booking gigs to do speaking you're booking radio gigs and so forth and so promoting the book kind of falls by the wayside so there's just a few tips I would say I'm not a, a book promoter expert but just in general some things that I've observed and have seen uh, work for other business owners no matter what they're trying to revive mm-hmm. is One thing I have found is people really respond to launches. When you launch an idea, you launch a concept, you launch a new product, you launch a new consulting group, you launch a mastermind group or whatever it is, people really respond to launches and and launch when I say L-A-U-N-C-H. When you launch something, it has a very defined start time Mm -hmm. and an end time for a window of opportunity for people to take advantage. And so you might wanna think about, you know, creating your next launch, and maybe you're, let's say for example, because I know you do business consulting Mm -hmm. and you work with people one-on-one, you do speaking, but let's say you're going to start a new mastermind group, the the Thrive Mastermind Group, and you're only going to, to allow 12 business owners in the group and no overlapping competitors Mm -hmm. so they can speak freely they can you know share freely their frustrations their challenges and you can work with them through the group if you do a launch you can say if you sign up with my mastermind group between these dates and I'm going to open registration at you know 2 p.m. on Friday February you know whatever 18th Mm -hmm. uh, and the first 12 people to register will receive my book or or you know and and all they have to do is go online and rate your book or you can say the first 12 people to buy my book will receive a $100 off uh, their registration for mm-hmm. my mastermind group so y- you just create launches that s- are surrounded around your book okay um, one example let's I'm not going to ask you what your fees are, but let's just say, for example, you're consulting with one-on-one. Yes. It's 250 bucks for an hour of consulting. You could do a launch that says, if you buy my book between this date and this date, if you buy 10 copies of my book and give it out to your friends, and I don't know what your book is, but for example, if your book was 10 bucks, if you buy 10 copies of my book, you'll have a gift to give to friends that really need thriving. And 
I will give you $100 off my $250 consulting hour. So really, they bought an hour of consulting. They got 10 valuable books out Mm -hmm. of it, one for themselves, one for their husband, one for their best friend and and all the colleagues they want to give it to. And they got $100 off your consulting. I mean, it's still $250 in your pocket. Just part of it goes towards your book and it boosts your sales for that week. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, same thing when you're speaking at an event and you're charging a fee. Obviously, the best opportunity is to build in your book for everyone in the audience. So if you, you know, whatever your fee would normally be, you could add $250 for 25 books or $500 for 50 books or Mm -hmm. whatever, build that in. So you've kind of bumped up your your book sales for that month. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of giving things away too. Mm -hmm. You can launch a giveaway. So you get on Facebook and you say, okay, between now and Sunday, I'm going to be giving away my book. And all you have to do is comment or tell us why you're thriving or or why you're in survival mode. Hmm. And you just talk about it and you get people to talk about it on your Facebook page. You give them a reason to comment. You get them to tell their story of survival or thriving. And all of a sudden, people who didn't win the one you were giving away are like, well, where can I get it? Oh, well, you can get it at Amazon. So it just start and stop times. You know, I'm going to do this giveaway of my book between now and Sunday, uh, you know, or the first t- 10 people who comment, I'm going to send my book to someone that you know needs help thriving. Mm-hmm. And then others see that and they're like, well, how do I get it? Yeah, that's a really good idea. So Thank launch. Mm-hmm. Think of launches, launch. you know, think of start and stop times for promotions that are very limited. And not everybody can make it in, but there are plenty of others that are like, okay, well, I didn't make it in time for the launch, but how do I get your book? Exactly. Just creates excitement. So hopefully that'll help. It does. Thank you. more people need your book. So it's important that you do various launches Mm -hmm. and a few giveaways, you know, just to get people talking about it once again. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey, because as an author, as a speaker, Mm -hmm. you also have to be in business for yourself somebody's got to book those gigs and mm-hmm. somebody's got to write that book and try to get some book sales so first of all how did you get started in business what made you decide to start your own business well it it uh, it started when because I was in the corporate world I was working as a manager in the leadership development area in a in a large corporation and it was through that experience which a lot of people have is that corporate experience where um, I went through a period where I, I was in survival. And when I got the idea of the model and it started to work for me and I started to share it and it started to work for other people and the jo- th- the things that were happening at the job started to shift, it, it just became, okay, what do I want more? Do I want to spend my time in this in this corporate environment, which was okay, but it wasn't focused on what I thought would be much more fun. And that would be to start talking about thriving um, to more people. And so I, um, I, started to talk with a mentor and to get the perspective somebody who was in the training um, had her own training company and was in the business and on her own and we um, uh, after talking with her and going through um, a discussion where she said okay get things things together and I brought 
what she asked me to get together and she was okay you're ready and I was like okay I'm ready and let's do this let's let's do this and well you know and a good indication that you do have a, a business that can potentially thrive is people are coming to you asking you mm-hmm. how can I get more how can I learn more yes. so that was a great indication that it was time to start your own business so what were some of the challenges that you faced early on once you decided I'm going to do this so it's it's interesting because the, the early challenges were the the beliefs that would pop up um, the, uh, you know, here it's like, I, I just left. I know I have plenty of money in the bank for at least a year, if nothing happens. And I'm driving down the, the highway thinking, how the heck am I going to make any money out of this? I mean, and so all those fears and beliefs about how, who am I to be able to, to have my own business started to pop pop in my head. And thankfully, I I practice what I preach I use my own stuff and so it was about refocusing okay that's that's being afraid of what I don't want to have happen and not being on my own side not believing in myself well what what do I what can I focus on focus on what I like to do and what I like to talk about and who can I talk to about and right there it gets me back on track and uh, so you're lucky you had your own book to help you in the early days. That's <laughs> well, awesome. That was even before the book was written. <laughs> and so that it was those same things that happened to every and uh, everybody just starting out is believing that belief of can I really do this? And it's I didn't have to, to mantra. Oh, I can I can. It's more like, OK, what do I what can I do? What do I believe? I do believe I have a message that makes a difference. How can I make a difference for people? So how did you get that message out to new customers? that really needed you? Networking, um, uh, doing speaking gigs, talking with everybody and anybody that was interested. And, um, and so it is about talking, that it's connecting. Connecting with connecting people. Connecting with people. Building relationships, exactly. letting them see mm-hmm. that you do have something to offer and then they come to you. Yes, and also by making sure I'm thriving too. That's right, mm-hmm. exactly. You've got to live what you preach. Exactly. It's got to work. I mean, I've, I've seen consultants in the you know internet guru world that have never built what they say they're going to try to help someone else build. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not thriving, then exactly. people aren't going to sense that energy and be attracted to what you have to offer. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey and I can't wait to hear more so don't go away everybody it was an early morning yesterday I was up before the dawn be sure to check us out on Facebook Twitter and, and really on the web at debbysardone.com but I must be moving on Everyone hates a dirty house, but who wants to spend Saturdays cleaning? There's the vacuuming, the dusting, the mopping floors, scrubbing the toilets, cleaning the showers, and who even has the time to clean the ceiling fans or wash the baseboards? And if the kids have a game, well, there goes the weekend. That's why I use Buckets and Bows Maid Service. I love my busy life and my clean home. You're listening to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone on the Real News Communications Network. Welcome back, everybody. We're wrapping up our last segment today with Martha German, the author of Thriving Beyond Survival, How to Know When You Really Want, How to Know What You Really Want and How to Have Fun Getting It. Yes. And of course, your book is available at Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. 
And I urge everyone to run out and get that book, especially if you own an, your own business. But I assume this book helps anybody. You don't have to yes. be an entrepreneur. Mm-mm. A lot of my clients, they're all different walks of life. So, right. They're in corporate yeah. America or mm-hmm. they could be a full-time stay-at-home mom or dad. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to thrive instead exactly. of survive there. Yeah. So I know your book will help anyone. So back to being an entrepreneur, which we were talking about before this uh, last break. And you shared a little bit about you know, how you find customers, obviously, through building relationships and networking. But do you use any technology to help you get the word out or any technology that you're using in your business? Yeah, I I use Facebook. I have a Facebook page, both an author Facebook page and then a business, My Mindful Games um, page. I uh, also have a Twitter account. I'm not as uh, Twitter, not as Twitter savvy. Twitter savvy, yeah, <laughs> but I, I do th- something every week at least. And I also have a mailing list that um, uh, I mail out a newsletter. It's my keep thriving tip, and it's just a short um, reminder of, of uh, how to focus to, to keep thriving. And um, so I sent that out to on a mailing list. So, so using any of our listeners can sign up for your thriving mm-hmm. tips because all of us need them. Where can we sign up? You can go to the, to my website, www.mindfulgamesinstitute.com. And uh, there's a place there. Um, also, uh, my Thriving Beyond Survival website for my book. There's a place that you can sign up there. So also. tell us about Mindful Games. Because when I hear mm-hmm. that, you know, I always think Mind Games, which I know that is not, not what that's no, about. No. So. Tell us what Mindful Games Institute actually is. Well, it, it comes from the, the idea that when we're thriving, we have that same mindset when we're playing a game. And we're involved, we're engaged, we've opted into it, we're taking in the, the, the information from the feedback, whether it's the score of the game or the level that we're at in, in whatever game. And we're having we're fun. At, and we're having fun, no matter what the obstacles are. And, and so it's not, it's, it's where it, the obstacles are part of the gun, fun. The, the opponent is part of the fun. It's not an enemy or something that you've got to be really guarded on. We're actually having fun. And our focus is on, was it, you know, reaching that goal, not about g- destroying an enemy. It's about reaching that goal and, and everything else is part of it. I love the way you focus on the fact that in business, thriving is not about defeating the enemy it is not about crushing your competition which you used to hear so much about i don't care what my competition Mm -hmm. is doing yeah it it, really it's none of your business your business is your business and it doesn't (laughs) prevent you from succeeding no it doesn't If my competition succeeds that doesn't prevent me from succeeding exactly and if your focus is on the competition you're it's not on your goal Right, it's not on what, what you, you need to do to succeed. And what success is to you. And and so uh, it's having that mindset of it being a, a, a game, a mindful game, a game you're setting up with the rules of what is what is winning for you. And then you in opting into it like you would a game. And then every, uh, the obstacles are just part of the game. It's, it's something to use your creativity and your skill around. Raph, focusing on what everybody else is doing will prevent us from doing Mm -hmm, what we need to do. I remember about a year ago, one of the cleaning business owners that I do business consulting with called me up out of the blue one day and said, I am so discouraged. I'm wondering if I should just sell my business. And she named a local maid service franchise that had just sold in her town and was opening a Mm -hmm. shop. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, XYZ cleaning business franchise is starting in my hometown. Am I going to be able to compete? 
And I said, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You are focusing on your competition. You are focusing on everybody else. If you will just focus on your business. And that's when I said, yeah, your customers, your employees. I said, how much are you spending on marketing? What are you doing in marketing? Blah, 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 blah. And she hadn't been focusing on it. Mm -hmm. And she hadn't been adding to her marketing. She hadn't been pursuing more opportunities to get in front of the public and growing her business. And I said, your business isn't stale right now because your competition Mm -hmm. has moved into Mm -hmm. town. Your business is stale because you're not doing anything. Yeah. And then we'll use something out there to be the reason instead of... Exactly. We blame our failure, our lack of success on others. And our minds tell us that. We actually believe it. That's that belief thing. Mm -hmm. We believe that I'm struggling because my competition is winning. And the reality is, no, you're struggling because maybe you're not doing the right things. You're not focusing on what you want, not focusing on what what are the steps that will move Get me in the direction success. I want to go. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that, that mm-hmm. focusing on all the negative stuff doesn't move us forward. No. It actually holds us back. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure that as a busy entrepreneur that you also at times struggle with working in survival mode and and not in thrive mode. What are some maybe time management tips that you could share with busy business owners that get drawn back into survival mode? Well, for me, it's it is about moment to moment. And what am I doing this moment and I we did just come from a, a time management guru Lauren I can't remember Midgley Midgley oh mm-hmm. she was great yep, she was and great. I love the what she said is that is I'm trying to remember it it's about you know what matters in this moment and so if you're looking at what matters in this moment going towards what you want not about worrying about what's going to happen because if you're worrying it's not what matters in this moment it's about what can i do that matters in this moment because all you have is this moment if you're trying to think of trying to get everything done in this moment that's where the overwhelm it's not going to happen no it's what can i do in this moment and i um i also like because i look at things as a game and so i've chosen my goals to be goals that i want everything i do is going towards something that i want so it, it all becomes fun. So I, I rarely feel overwhelmed. Um, I because I'm focused on always being productive towards what I want, and it's not like I feel busy too. It's funny people go, well, you know, I'm so busy, and I'm like going, well, I don't feel busy. I'm getting a lot done. Exactly. But because of my mindset, I'm not in overwhelm, so I don't feel busy and over uh, overburdened so a lot of it does have to do with how we're thinking about things not what really is on our plate though that for some people they have a lot on their plate but again it's it's going back it's to what the way Warren we're approaching says, it. it's how you're approaching it and then not beating yourself up for what you're not getting done because that's again focusing on something that's not in your not on your side it's self-defeating mm-hmm. you beat yourself up for all the things you didn't accomplish instead, instead, of, instead of looking at the long list of things you actually took care of exactly so i would assume you probably read business books to I help do. you do I you do. have a book you can recommend to our listeners well there's uh, one that a, a book that i i read a a while ago that was so aligned with what I um in my my uh, model um that uh, but I really like their approach is um uh now I I blanked on the name um (laughs) leadership and self-deception I think is the name of the book and it it was really good and had a big influence the book I'm reading right now and and has, has 
just started is the book Mindset. Um, and uh, it has some, again, it is about your mindset. And so it has some really good points of how to distinguish that and make sure you're in a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. Where if you're in a growth, there is adaptability. There is a, the possibility that you can grow and get what you want. Whereas if you're fixed, then, you know, life's just the way it is and you're stuck. Exactly. That's good. What about right now? Are you reading a specific book right now? Mindset is the one. Mindset. Okay. So definitely run out and get Mindset after you get Thriving Beyond Survival (laughs) by Martha Garman. Um, So who would you say is the single most influential person in your business since you launched your business? Who's influenced your the, business the most my my mentor Marianne uh, Davis she um, was the one that I when I first thought about it I was like okay I have this idea what do you think you know is this something that can be viable and so uh, she's also someone who I um, collaborate with even now and we'll talk uh, even now and um, she's uh, a great uh, colleague and friend and my mentor and she's had a big influence on um, believing in me so that I could believe in me too. I'm really glad to wrap up the segment by talking about mentors because Mm -hmm. you are a mentor you do work with people you do consulting and coaching yet you have a mentor in your life Mm -hmm. and I'm a firm believer in that no matter where you're at in business I've had a mentor for my nonprofit I regularly keep business mentors in my life and I I'm a full-time business consultant. Mm-hmm. If you don't have someone who is mentoring you that is in a place that you would like to be, then you've got to find that person because mm-hmm. they will see things you can't see. You're too close yes. to it. Yes. They will help you stretch in ways that you will not stretch yourself. And they'll also help you stay out of that survive mode yes. and get into thrive mode. mode. What a great book. Can't wait to read it. Thriving Beyond Survival, How to Know What You Really Want and Have Fun Getting It. Martha Gurman, what a great guest. Thank Thank you so much for the great advice today. Thanks. I had a lot of fun. So next time we'll be back. Please stay with us and make sure that you keep cleaning up in life and business. For more information on cleaning up, visit us on Facebook and Twitter or at DebbieSardone.com. Destination for premium talk radio.